You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and we extend a warm hello to all who are listening on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. here in Chicago, and all who are watching our live stream on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. Last year, Catholic Charities worked with the City of Chicago's Department of Family Support Services to start a new and innovative program to prevent violence in our city, especially in the Austin community. The program is called SCAN, which stands for Service Coordination and Navigation. And the goal of this program is to work individually with youth who are the, at most, most at risk of having their lives impacted by violence, addressing the root causes of violence, person to person, as compassionately and proactively as possible. With us today to provide an update on this important program are Carla Gutierrez, Department Director of Catholic Charities Youth Counseling Program, and Tashika Eubanks, who is the SCAN Program Supervisor. Welcome, Carla and Tashika. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Thank you so much for being with us today. Carla, can you please start us out and uh, give our audience an overview of the goals of the SCAN Program? Yes, of course. So you may remember earlier this year, our Associate Vice President, Laura Kubra, was on and shared with you that because of our reputation for proven success, our funders, the City of Chicago of Department and Family and Support Services, contacted Catholic Charities to coordinate the SCAN program in the Austin community. And so the goals for SCAN, which stands for Service Coordination and Navigation, is really to be able to serve clients ages 14 through 24 who meet criteria for being the highest risk youth. So we have case managers who are called navigators uh, who really work with our clients directly and meeting whatever needs they may have. Our goal is to accompany the youth through every service as needed. SCAN is the most intensive case management program of its kind and is based on the proven fact that caring adults do make a big impact on the lives of the youth that we serve. So we want to make sure that our youth feels that support and impact um, as we believe that if someone cares for them, then they are more likely to have meaningful lives and avoid violence. And Tashika, can you help us better understand what defines an adolescent who is most at risk? Sure. The most at risk construct is sometimes problematic as, as it is a broad phase and part of what makes anti-violence interventions so challenging. We service youth from disinvested communities who are less likely to transition successfully into adulthood. Um, they are more likely to engage in gang activity or delinquent be behaviors and less likely to pursue higher education or gain um, gainful employment. And I know that, um, pardon, please, please go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Um, from a program perspective, these young people can be difficult to reach at times um, because there is distrust um, when it comes to engaging with adults and programs um, in the community. 
Um, there are issues that um, are multi-layered, um, as many of the parents have been in, involved in the prison systems. Um, some of the youth themselves have been in the criminal justice system, and many of them has um, very traumatic backgrounds. Um, there's a lot of violence in their communities, and, and there's also substance use issues. Many of them are also disconnected from school. So as you can see, many of the youth are victims themselves, and in many cases, they have never known a safe or stable environment. They are um, not necessarily always offenders, um, but they can live in a home with someone who has perpetrated a crime or they have possibly witnessed a crime themselves. Well, I know that uh, this program obviously uh, was well designed, you know, choosing eight neighborhoods throughout the city uh, and the surrounding community uh, to identify, and that uh, Catholic Charities was asked to operate the uh, SCAN program um, in the Austin community because our success with the Tolton uh, Peace Center there that's been open since 2018. Um, and so, you know, as you mentioned, Tashika, uh, these men, in many cases, the adolescents that you're working with, with, you know, are victims themselves. And as you said, they don't even know what a stable home is. And so how wonderful that you're identifying them as gently as you can and trying to help rebuild that trust with adults who genuinely care about them and want them to have a better future. Um, Carly, you mentioned, you know, that Laura Coover was on the show um, earlier, mm -hmm. uh, early last year, uh, talking about how SCAN was going to be starting. And she hoped that, uh, she mentioned that you hoped to have a 48 to 50 um, adolescents in the program within the first year. Uh, how are how are things going in that regard? Yeah, so I think that, you know, I'm really proud of the work that Tashika has done and her team, of course. And, you know, really because of their efforts, we have been able to, to be successful in developing report with youth in this community and engagement to services. Um, we absolutely were able to engage um, and enroll about 48, I would say, clients into our program. Um, there may be just a couple, the number may be a couple off, but I would say that we came pretty close if not met our goal. Um, and again, I think it's just, you know, it's a slower start with any newer program, right? You're trying to prove yourself in the community. You're trying to be present. You're trying to make sure that um, our presence is authentic as well. And so to really be able to to get to the successes we have, um, thanks to Tashika and her team's work, I think really speaks volume of the work that we do. Well, congratulations, Tashika, and, and all that you've accomplished already in this program. Um, I know that a big part of the work is uh, the navigators, you know, really uh, getting into the community, walking the streets, you know, going into businesses, visiting with people, going into the schools, and, and identifying um, adolescents who might benefit from the program. Um, can you share with our audience, what would that average day be like for a navigator? Sure, and as you've already stated, um, part of the navigator's role is to um, saturate the community. And so because we have such a variety of backgrounds or um, needs with our participants, um, many of the navigators are assisting youth who may be disconnected from school, um, youth, and so they're helping them get re-enrolled in school. Some are also um, assisting youth with for finding housing resources or getting a job or getting things like birth certificates or um, documentations to obtain a job. A lot of our youth are um, low resource, so many of them do not have the proper clothing um, or the um, attire for um, 
the workforce. So we assist them with things like that as well. We assist with um, navigating the legal system as well, because many of our participants are on um, currently on the electronic monitor and um, need assistance with being able to move about, whether it's going to school or finding work and or visiting us at the office. So each day is different because each case is different. And um, it is, um, again, a lot of outreach as well as um, individual based um, goal setting as well as um, assistance when navigating um, each case. Um, and, and how many navigators are in your uh, department that you supervise, Tushika? Sure. Um, we are due to have three navigators. Um, we just recently, one of our navigators transitioned to uh, another program, so we are currently have two navigators. But uh, the work that they do is so important because, as you said, a caring adult makes all the difference in the life, life of an adolescent. Um, and, and what kind of training go, do go, they go through? Because the, the, the challenges that these adolescents are facing, as you just explained, are quite numerous and quite serious. And so their ability to help them through those, uh, I guess the, it's, part of it is the blessing of the many opportunities and, and variety of programs and services wrap around, you know, the Catholic Charities offers. Am I right? But what, what, what kind of you know, how are the navigators trained to learn about Catholic Charity Services and then assist the, the adolescents in, in that regard? Absolutely. That's a great question. I think um, just an um, awareness of being flexibility, um, for being flexible, I'm sorry, and creative when it comes to engaging our youth. Um, as we stated before, many of our youth um, may be distrusting. Um, a lot of them, again, has had very traumatic backgrounds and it's very difficult for them to trust. So um, being flexible, meeting them where they're at, being creative. Um, some youth, for example, I've had youth tell me, I don't want another therapist. I don't want anyone telling me what to do. And so in that regard, you have to be creative in how you approach them, how you engage them, and also giving them that um, ability to have a sense of agency and self-efficacy as they um, come up with their goals. So again, being consistent because they, it's not always common that people are consistent and reliable for them. So those are the three things that I like to um, encourage our navigators to be, again, Flexibility is key, creativity and consistency. And I think if they if you um, if they keep that in mind in the forefront, they will be successful with engaging our youth. And Carla, uh, Tashika men mentioned that, you know, working with community partners is, you know, such a big uh, portion of making the success of SCAN. Can you explain for us what who are those some of the, some of those community partners in the Austin area that uh, we're working with to make SCAN successful? Sure. Yeah, you're absolutely right. These partnerships are essential. Um, so BUILD, who, which stands for Broader Urban Involvement and Leadership Development, is one of Chicago's leading gang intervention, violence prevention, and youth development organization. BUILD is also a recipient of SCAN funding, so we work very, very closely with them to avoid program duplication. Um, there's also Healing Hurt People Chicago, which is a violence prevention hospital collaboration um, that really focuses on bringing young people who have been violently injured. And this is also a SCAN partner that we work closely with. Um, other Catholic Charities partners in the Austin community include Austin Coming Together, Chicago's Children's Center for Behavioral Health, local police districts, the Institute for Nonviolence, and of course, our internal programs. 
And and how long do you anticipate that the um, young adults are going to participate in Scanner? Ideally, how long would you like to have them participate in Scan Toshika? Sure. So the program is for individuals age 14 to 20, ages 14 to 24, and they can participate up until the age of 24. Um, many of them have, again, um, various needs. And so, for example, some youth may, um, their goals may be to obtain housing, to obtain employment. And so in situations like that, it may take several months for them to achieve their goals. And so, of course, we're open to having them um, work we're open to working with them for those for the duration of that time and then there are individuals who may um, need very minimum resources and so um, that may consist of again like having a birth certificate or um, an id or things of that nature and so their time with the program will be a lot shorter than those who may have um, high needs. And I can't help but think that as the youth participate the even longer, month by month or even a year into the program, that they see the stability that they're getting um, and that they see a, a path to a brighter future uh, that, that makes them want to even stay longer. Am I, am I right? Absolutely. I've um, had the opportunity to meet some of our youth in the beginning and to see the um, they have already involved as they are able to obtain housing, as they are able to um, obtain employment. And many of them for the first time are um, living on their own. They're also, um, for the first time, they're working and they're able to make their own money, all of which are important for their self-efficacy and for them to thrive and be productive members of society. That's wonderful. You can already see the success right there in a case-by-case, person-by-person. Um, we're going to take a quick Absolutely. break here on The Voice of Charity. And when we return, we're going to continue our conversation about this important intensive case management program called SCAN. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities, we fight hunger in Chicago throughout the year. Our six regional offices in Cook and Lake Counties work together to offer sit-down and to-go meals to anyone in need. We deliver meals to those who are homebound, and our eight food pantries offer three to four days of food supplies based on household size. Participants in these programs have the opportunity to learn about other Catholic Charity services that strengthen individuals, families, and their communities. The challenges for those dealing with food insecurity are especially great during the winter months. To learn how you can help those who are hungry in your neighborhood, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7525. That's 312-655-7525. Thank you for your generosity. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is 
continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarian fund or call 312-534-7959. Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today. to the Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and it's my great pleasure today to be here with Carla Gutierrez, who is Department Director for Catholic Charities Youth Counseling Program, and also, also Tashika Eubanks, who is the SCAN Program Supervisor. And SCAN stands for Service Coordination and Navigation, and this is a very innovate, innovative program uh, that Catholic Charities is just completing year one of involvement in, um, in conjunction with the City of Chicago's uh, Department of Family and Support Services. Um, and ladies, before the break, we were talking about how SCAN is already having an impact uh, on adolescents in the Austin community, um, but obviously it's been a very challenging year for all of us in many ways. What have been the greatest, may I ask you both, and start with you, Tashika, what have been the greatest challenges of SCAN so far? Sure. I think um, early on, of course, it was getting um, the youth to trust us and also members of the community. We were a new program. A lot of people were not used to being approached, um, especially the population that we are approaching um, to. They, they were not used to people approaching them saying that you're actually the ideal candidate and we want to help you thrive. So they were a little distrusting and um, wondering what, you know, when the other shoe was going to drop or whether or not we were truly going to help them. So that was one of our major um, issues. And also, I think, um, maintaining that connection and um, again, working um, and working to saturate the population. Those were um, some of the things that we found to be very challenging early on. And Carla, would you add anything to that? Yeah, I think that, you know, it takes very, um, very dedicated staff to be able to do the kind of work that we talked about, right? And so I think that finding the perfect fit for staff and um, staff who are passionate to do this work and are able to do so. But I think also, you know, the 
COVID pandemic has just been, I think, something that has impacted all of our programs. But I think it just sort of led us to, to really work towards becoming creative and making sure that there are no interruptions to services to the clients that we serve and getting creative about the way that we perform these services so that we maintain safety, um, but also that we are able to accompany our clients through this. And we all know that um, adolescence is a, a very challenging time in life. You want to assert yourself um, and have confidence and make decisions in the world. Um, but we also know that, that they don't have this experience or wisdom, you know, to sometimes keep their, uh, their, their impulses in check. Um, Tashika, could I ask you to speak a little bit about how Catholic Charities Cognitive Behavioral Therapy um, is helpful in, in guiding the adolescents in this program to making good choices in their lives? Sure. So our program, we don't necessarily focus on the um, mental health side of things. We do refer our um, participants to um, other services throughout Catholic Charities um, where they can get more intensive um, therapy or counseling services. Um, so our focus is more so on goal setting and um, Helping, helping them to navigate um, various um, resources and um, positive supports. Um, again, many of our youth has had a very traumatic um, past and um, are currently going through some traumatic um, circumstances. And so we um, often are um, very um, hands-on with um, handing them off to um, some of our services throughout the Catholic Charities community. I'm guessing too, Tashika, that that uh, part of the uh, the goals um, for your your staff members are to make sure that that there's incentive for the adolescents to stay in the program. You know, are there are there certain goals that you set for one month and four months and six months that that help them want to stick with it and achieve those goals? Sure. I think the beautiful thing about our program is that the youth themselves are empowered to come up with their own goals. Um, and I think that's part of um, scan, SCAN model is to um, assist them with whatever goals that they may have. Those goals will um, assist them with, again, with that self-efficacy, which is a very important, as well as um, give them the um, um, the sense of pride that they um, know what they need. And so we're there to, um, I like to refer to us as cheerleaders to root them on um, with achieving those goals. And Carla, as we mentioned, um, the program started on April 1st of last year. Do you have any goals for year two that are in place? I think continuing to do the work that we have done, right, and, and continuing to serve the communities that uh, we are geared to serve um, and to be a presence, um, but I think continuing the work that we've been doing with our current clients as well. And we, and we talked about how um, important the Tolton Peace Center was in Catholic Charities being asked to be part of this program, that the proven success since 2018 when it opened of helping youth have a place to go and feel like they're a part of a community, um, but also get some great life skills too. Um, could you share with everybody, Carla, and if they don't know already, all the great things that our Tolton uh, Peace Center does? Absolutely. So we have a lot of services. Um, some of these include 12-step meetings, addiction counseling and education services, adoption services, anger management classes, case management, uh, clothing, crisis nursery, domestic violence counseling, uh, hospital and healthcare transition services, housing, parenting classes, 
peace circles, pregnancy and parenting support, public benefit screening, senior services, summer meals for children, supportive services for veterans, families, uh, violence, bereavement program, youth and child trauma counseling, you name it, we have it. Wow, that's a really extensive, wonderful list of, of programs and services to really help anybody with any uh, concerns that might be going on in their lives. Um, I know that uh, Laura Coover had also mentioned two programs that are directly involved with the SCAN, uh, the Community-Based Violence Intervention and Prevention Program, and then CC Renews. Um, Tashika, could you mm -hmm. please tell us you know, the cooperation between those three programs to help these young adults? Um, so I think the cooperation is to, again, to provide um, comprehensive and wraparound services for our youth. And so in many cases, when um, we receive youth who may have been um, impacted by violence or um, who, have, um, read, who are readily available to receive um, services from those other programs, we will then um, refer them out to those programs and also continue to work with them to achieve their goals with SCAN. That's so wonderful. And I guess I just would also say if anybody in our audience knows of anyone who might benefit from SCAN, even if they, you know, don't live in the Austin community, can you provide some contact information for people to refer someone that they, you know, could think they could benefit from this terrific program? Absolutely. Um, and just to let you know that the SCAN um, programs are starting to launch throughout the city of Chicago. Um, and um, if you want to reach us specifically, um, we have an email address. It is scangroup at catholiccharities.net. And my um, direct email is my first and last name, which is Tashika Eubanks at catholiccharities.net. My phone number is 312-860-8820. Wonderful. So again, again, that was scan group, S-C-A-N group at catholiccharities.net was the main email. And then yours is T-U-Banks, E-U-B-A-N-K-S uh, at catholiccharities.net. And can you repeat that phone number one more time, Tushika? Sure. It's 312-860-860. Thank you so much. And can we talk a little bit more about the City of Chicago's Department of Family and Support Services? Uh, uh, Catholic Charities works with them on a variety of levels. Obviously, the SCAN is, is vitally important, preventing violence in our city. Uh, but Carla, can I ask you to share uh, a bit more about this department and, and the ways Catholic Charities works with it to support people all over city and the suburbs? Yes, of course. So as you mentioned, DFSS does work with community partners to connect Chicago residents and families to resources um, to really build stability, to build support um, and their well-being and empower them to thrive. So they measure uh, not only how many people receive services, but also whether or not these Chicagoans uh, were any better after receiving services. And so Catholic Charities being one of the eight program or partners in the SCAN program, uh, do you get together with the partners for the other community areas and share success stories and share uh, challenges and, and work together to make the programs in each area as successful as possible? May I ask you both you know, to weigh in on that? Tashika, you first. Absolutely. We have monthly meetings with many of the other um, program providers in the Austin community. And we also have um, monthly meetings with DFSS. And so in these meetings, we talk about some of the um, challenges we have as a program. We also um, collaborate on things that um, we can do to better assist our um, participants. We talk about um, ways to um, incentivize things with our um, youth who may be um, 
hard to engage. We talk about some of the um, challenges um, as um, our program um, being a pilot program and DFS as is very hands-on with um, offering feedback and suggestions and um, also just keeping us connected as we um, roll out the program and um, assist youth in our service areas. And how about you, Carla? Anything to add to that about the, the cooperation with the other seven uh, area communities uh, that are operating SCAN? You know, I was able to sit in on a meeting very recently with some of our community partners for this, and it was just really inspiring for me to see them working so well together, right? Oftentimes you think of programs that receive similar funding and the sort of competing stance, and that is not the case. Um, it was really great to see such collaboration and really the focus of it being what it should be, which is servicing the communities in need, right? So I think that my experience thus far has really been that, in that seeing that collaboration um, has been truly inspiring for me at least, participate and get to see. Every major city across the country and around the world, in fact, has has crime in it. Uh, I can't help but think that this is, uh, uh, as you said, Tashik, it's a pilot program here in Chicago. Um, do you know of any programs in other cities? Does the city of Chicago, you know, give you any feedback about other cities that are trying to implement uh, similar programs and, and any success in that regard? I am not sure about other um, communities. I do know that um, SCAN, um, the model for SCAN is very unique in that um, a lot of um, the requirements that other programs work require, um, it's different. Um, for example, again, um, our participants are able to come up with their own goals. Um, they can um, join or leave the program at any time. Um, they, um, again, most importantly, they are in control and they are in, empowered to um, come up with their own goals. And I think that is a game changer with many programs um, that are um, geared towards um, violence um, prevention. Well, clearly Catholic Charities and, and the two of you are off to a wonderful start with this program. We hope you please keep us informed as it goes on and, and come back on the show uh, to keep us posted on the developments with SCAN. And congratulations on all, already on all you've achieved. Thank you. Um, we thank do you thank so we do thank you, Carla and Tashika, for being on the Voice of Charity Day and help us all better understand the root causes of violence and Catholic Charity's innovative efforts to make our community safer and reduce crime in Chicago. Uh, we have tremendous respect and empathy for all that you are doing to assist youth in our area. You and your team members are most definitely strengthening individuals, families, and communities throughout your efforts. And we hope to, again, stay in touch with you. Thank you for being on the show. And we invite all of you back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman, and we thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.